Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of The Lookout. I'm, of course, Mills. I'm up very, very early, but not earlier than this man, my co-host, LJ. What is up, bro? <laughs> I'm good. It is a very early morning here in L.A., um, but I'm here. Listen, the- Why are you the there, if happened. you don't mind me asking? <laughs> um, just a, a slight weekend vacation. Came to see my sister. Got to see my, my RNC family while I'm here. Uh, sure. But no, just a just a quick little getaway. Nothing too crazy. I was just like, I'll come for a couple of days and then back to the grind on uh yeah, back to the grind tomorrow. But or technically when we record this tomorrow. When y'all hear this, I'll already be back in uh cold St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, is it really still cold? Well yeah, I guess it is cold, yeah. Yeah, it's starting to get cold. You know what's funny is that um it, when obviously last year when I went to anime NYC, I think about this all the time. Is you always tell me like, bro, why do you never have a jacket when you come out here? I'm like, do you not understand? It is like 30 degrees warmer here than it is back home. So this feels like spring, fall time to me. I'll be honest with you. To me, that still doesn't make it right. <laughs> Whether. <laughs> Whether like, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say like for instance let's say it was like negative twelve degrees where I live and it's still two degrees where I go visit I'm not gonna say hey it's usually negative twelve around this time so I'm good like both of those degrees are still freezing cold and probably below the where the body should experience for any long period of time so I personally don't think it's you know. If whether it's thirty degrees, whether it's zero degrees where I live, I'm wearing a jacket. So <laughs> I, my threshold is about like fifty-five, sixty-five degrees where I don't think Bro, I'm wearing like a that jacket is, anymore. Really, man? Listen, I could probably hit, I could probably hit forty degrees and be all right. Anything lower than forty, though, I'm all right. The jacket got to come on. I think you get looked at so crazy in New York City if it's forty probably, degrees. And you're not wearing a jacket. Like, you get looked at more so. And don't get me wrong, because we'll always see the white guy running in a, you know. In, <laughs> in the, in the know, shorts and the in the tank top. And to be honest with you, as, as someone who runs quite frequently, I get it now why he wouldn't want to be completely bundled up. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just very, you know, it's it's a it's a little bit constricting, but also it's still wilding because if it's 40 degrees, I'm pretty insulated when I go run as well. Do you, do you um, have the winter? Do you have like the winter running gear, like the tights and the base layer and the? No, because after a certain point, the cold gets so annoying that I don't want to run anymore. Like I don't want to. Um, yeah, I just don't want to run outside anymore. Like at some at certain point, it's like you're working against the elements of nature, as opposed to just focusing on the run itself. Now you can. There are people who can just like mentally tap out, but like yeah. after if it gets too cold, I'm eventually gonna stop. I'm gonna be super sweaty, and then all the cold is going to pretty much really just kind of appear. So after about certain degrees, I've gone the coldest I've ever ran in is maybe like a little bit below 40 degrees. Um but otherwise, yes, I I, I wouldn't recommend it. I would maybe do a walk. I could do a walk in like that many degrees if I'm bundled up and stuff, but even then you get sweaty. Um really? Yeah, I um I like winter running is a really big thing 
in Minnesota. Like I would imagine. <laughs> like that is I mean, obviously, yes, we do have, but it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a real thing. Like, you really see people who go get, like, winter running shoes that are really, like, ACG, like, level of course. technology all over them. Because it's, it's not, literally have, winter eight months out of the year for you guys. So I would imagine it, that you guys. <laughs> we have, like, a, we have a frozen 5K. You know what's crazy is that the 5K happens in March, and it's still, like, winter here. Like Marches are technically our snowiest month. Usually, we get the most snow in March. See, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a part of the universe I don't want to live in. To be honest, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. Where this is in I don't March. know what Dragon Ball Super variant we are, what Earth variant we are, but I don't I don't like this one. Yeah, nah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like even. I don't even like when it's like rainy for too long. I don't even like when it's rainy for like more than three days. I need sun. I need the snow here. I don't know about y'all. I'm pretty sure y'all have an effective. Why are we talking about weather on this show for so long? But I'm sure you guys have an effective like <laughs> snow gathering remediation process where in New York, it's not that easy, nor is it that it just feels because we have to walk everywhere um, because we have to do everything kind of like that. It's more so like we're gonna have to like trudge through snow and like wet snow and black ice and all types of other stuff i hate snow in nyc in the winter it's 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 the worst yeah new york new york snow is real ugly y'all it's just like yeah like you said it's just black ice it's slush it's just it's not cute like you're freshly you're you're like fresh snow gets walking over and just trampled on so quickly yeah absolutely 100 percent um and that is the weather report with the lookout um, I mean, that is that is that is small talk for sure. What <laughs> <laughs> is such a small talk? How is yeah, the weather? Yeah. I hate that the weather is because it's like small talk conversation. Like, bro, like, why are we talking about this? We because we know we, we have we have four seasons out the year. We know when they come. Like, what, what's the weather? Like, oh. yeah, but if I mean conversation gotta you don't want to do small talk you're trying to make it the most impersonal thing ever and i feel like the most impersonal thing ever is the weather like something where you don't even have to go too much into yourself like oh it's cold yeah man i know right (laughs) one of those days you know hate coming into work don't you like uh um so yeah it's definitely one of those like impersonal qualifiers i'm pretty sure sometime Either today, tomorrow, another day, we're going to be talking about the weather at my job with people I don't quite know as often, but I'm in meetings with them all day. So that's um, hilarious. Who knows? Okay, so I'm glad you're in LA soaking up whatever weather that's in LA. Um, let's see. Have I been, you know, last night, um, because I haven't done this exercise already. So Hunter Hunter's back, Avi been back for a couple weeks now um i have not done the work in terms of rereading everything that happens between the end of the anime into whatever happens right now because why would i hunter hunter's not even close it wasn't even active like why would i subject myself to reading something that i know is going to be incomplete um but since it's going i've been like oh okay let me start reading again i did not know hunter hunter's manga was so I'm gonna grab a pen and a paper and just start drawing random shit on paper because to me, the way we've evolved with manga in general and manga artists in general, 
it feels like there's a little bit more effort this shit legit legitimately looks like pen on paper and it's just like all right here's gone here's Killua. let me draw a couple more spikes of this man's hair and let's call it a day not to insult the the you know tagashi's art but i was reading it and i was like wow i can't believe that this is you know this no, is it. that no i definitely agree i think that Tagashi's art style is something I don't want to say that doesn't fit the times because it I mean it's all black and white <laughs> it all kind of, everybody every artist has their own particular style like I feel that you can tell that uh um I'm trying to I'm trying to I feel, like, I feel like JJ I feel like JJK kind of is like a very similar style to this I mean I f- think it's a little bit more cleaner um, right, but it but it does give me that just you know pen to paper like someone is legit just taking this drawing this and they're scanning it after and they're just like yeah because um, I was reading it and I was like okay I haven't read the beginning but I don't know mm-hmm. if this man is like trailing off in health and this is the best that he can do. Um, well, no, the I mean I think the beginning. I mean I'll say the stuff now. I, I think it looks better now than the beginning and. I, I mean, in 2022 I that, or I, I yeah I, I feel I feel now it looks a bit better um but once again I think that also tie, I mean when he started this manga I mean what what year did he start Hunter Hunter uh manga? I think it was like 1990 something it's definitely like 1996 or something Yeah so it's just like you know I think 1998 98 so between 98 and 2022 i'm sure that his his style is has become a little bit more refined and a little bit more but i mean and also with um just how i'm sure things get scanned and you know turned digital it's much different much different process than back then but i don't know i really enjoy it i think that we're so used to i think so we're now so used to seeing things as clean or even as detailed as they are uh getting something that feels a little bit more rustic um is is really nice uh i completely forgot how absolutely wordy <laughs> these pages are um something that i feel we're not uh outside of the, a couple series i mean the, i feel that dialogue now is so much quicker so much more fast-paced but what's um, the what's the best art you've ever seen in a weekly manga just for your own thing what's the best art and then i'm gonna ask you what's the best thing you've ever seen animated in terms of um, quality quality um okay animated i feel that i feel that's such an easy answer as demon slayer i think it's just demon oh, yes. slayer has been able to also i mean i think demon slayer was also something that was a manga wise is also something very rustic i know people call it ugly but i i think it fit um manga wise the best art i've seen to me um, v- vagabond it has to be that for me vagabond i gotta look at this first of all the name oh. is hilarious what is vagabond wait a minute so vagabond is oh this is wild and insane oh this yeah is yeah uh so takehiko takehiko no um, he is also the mangaka for Slam Dunk. Um, this mm. is his other manga that he has done. 
and I believe that yeah this art is the art is amazing it's like you said it's just so detailed and it's it like I don't know oddly enough like his art like evokes a lot of emotion for me like mm. I don't know why reading his stuff and looking at his art especially Vagabond just it there's something about it that makes me really emotional like when I read it hey man I'm every week during this series i know you hated this series every week i read dr stone i was like how does he have the wherewithal in him to keep up the level of quality with the artwork in this because dr stone has insane quality i mean it's also very very wordy if you want to do wordy things because they're explaining a lot um but i think the quality for that manga on a week-to-week basis i was like constantly like the detail the 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 the, the environments the people the fights the all that types of things i was like damn this going in every chance you get you know what i'm saying so yeah definitely i mean i think once i don't i dislike dr stone the story not dr stone the art i think dr Mm. stone the art is really good like i'm I'm never gonna downplay a there's a just a there's a certain respect I just have for I mean illustrators and people who draw like sure. I'm, I'm just like the fact that like, it takes so much I, I I love art a lot and it I think it just takes so much skill so much like precision to to, to draw the things that they do but right. I I will fully agree though that I think Doctor Stone's art it was was head no was above levels of a lot of his even its own peers that you know that it was writing along um i think mha has i mean obviously really great art i think sakamoto days if you're going to talk about current things um sakamoto days is definitely my favorite i i just i love that style that that he draws in so i feel like at some point we're definitely going to have a conversation about new titles that probably will become anime um yeah. relatively soon so i want to I, I really wanted to go in more on sakamoto days but i'm like sakamoto days is like really at the top of the list in terms of things that are definitely should get animated will get animated and excited to see how it looks animated um but sakamoto days is very very good um with that said i mean um i mean an- i mean another really great one i did just get um Greenlit was uh is Don to Don. No 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 we we'll we'll talk about oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that's we'll talk his about own it. yeah yeah that's his yeah, own yeah, discussion at a later date. We'll talk all about all it because right, I feel right. like it's a it's a good discussion as a primer to everybody to kind of see what's coming next in terms of anime, especially anime fans and shit like that. Um mm-hmm. but it's a good primer to see where it's at. Um speaking of anime and New York City, anime NYC, um Couple they weeks, are man. Listen, it's in a couple weeks. They are having quite the time with tickets and making sure this reservation process. And I applaud them for... Did you see the latest email that went out of how they're going to do this? No, I did not. So okay. what, what is what is the new update? You have to tell so, the fans, tell the people. So those are go- who are going to Anime NYC, which I imagine is not many people who listen to this podcast. But if you are, um, so they started a new reservation process because the old reservation. So they try to do first come, first serve. Obviously, they have not seen anything like Sneakers app or anything, East Bay, Foot Locker, everything where every site crashes immediately because the demand of things are so high and everyone has access to the Internet. 
Um, so they are starting a raffle process. So from at least this week, they're going to start the autograph session ones and the panel ones. So from 6 p.m. to whichever days out of the week it is, from 6 p.m. to like 11.59 p.m., you'll be able to enter. And um, once you enter, you'll be randomly chosen if you'll be able to attend the panel or not. For those that need to be reserved, for those who aren't reserved, it's, you know, um, you know, just walk in yeah, and tough hopefully luck. you get in. Yeah. Yeah, tough luck, Chuck. But, um, ah, so they're going the sneakers route. Yeah, 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 you gotta. It's it's the raffle route, which is uh, just a better one, just in general. To I, say, I hit on my I hit on my last sneakers raffle, so I don't. I, you what know, did I you get? The mistake. I got the Why So Sad SBs. Okay, all right. Well, listen, that's a, that's a raffle that you would need to win for sure. Um, man, all right. So I'm for those who are looking forward to that and going to that we definitely have that to look forward to we need to probably come up we probably need also need to sit down with a game plan of how we're covering this fucking event um <laughs> definitely because yeah, yeah it's so. such a i mean this year is so huge i think what's so surprising and also really cool is how i mean i think last year when we went you can definitely tear the tell that there was a, a emphasis on getting um popular american voice actors uh i mean we we saw i mean essentially we saw everybody that has done anything I mean, you have the voices of goku and vegeta there i mean what what more can you have um but this year i think there's a you could tell that they're getting a lot of more uh talent from japan and they're getting these people who are you know coming to america for the first time and i just think that's so cool and i think that's such a uh I mean, as anime fans, like what a what a way to just kind of collide that Western with the East. It's just, it, I, I really enjoy that, man. I'm really excited. Absolutely. And so there's going to be a lot of things going on. Hopefully, we'll cover it. And speaking of anime cons, see, I'm doing segue to segue to segue. If you have not checked out our YouTube, we have pretty much coverage of anime weekend atlanta i got it right the first time anime weekend atlanta you did. congratulations because i was whooping uh, your ass for a couple weeks awa i'm a big wrestling <laughs> fan awa means other things but um anime weekend atlanta uh the homeboy ad and also versace vegeta of um of subsly dubsly uh went out there interviewed a lot of voice actors talked to the people saw the people was out with the people the coverage is all up on our YouTube if you want to go check that out. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fun time to be around the community. They had a fun time um, and it shows for all the work that they did throughout this entire thing. And also they showed me about everything would happen. So that seemed pretty cool. So make sure actually if there's anime con in your city, it's not, you know, any type of nerd stuff. Like I'm trying to I think the thing with nerd culture in 2022 I think the stigma of nerds and it being like weak and like whack has totally diminished because everything is so coming to the forefront with like anime is very popular nowadays. I mean, I think Marvel movies and DC movies have kind of like revitalized oh, yeah, um, no, people's that... interest in comic books and all this other stuff like that. Um, Big facts. I think, I mean... Listen, regardless how you feel about the Marvel Cinematic Universe or DC or whatnot, those movies have definitely um, 
brought this type of stuff. I mean, obviously, I feel for American comics is much different. I think American comic books have always kind of been a. Uh, I don't think it's it was always is not as niche as anime, but it has definitely helped the whole kind of quote unquote nerd culture thing. Well, yeah, it's because it's from it's here. So yeah, it's from here, but also it's from they're, here. They're, they are able to just tie a lot of like, you know, essentially highly attractive, cool people to it. Like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Like it's just right, like right, right. All these things have have uh, definitely pushed this stuff to the front. But um, no, I agree. Like it's just we're we're such in a different state where this stuff is not looked at as the same uh, now. Also, yeah. Shout out. Shout out to cosplayers. I think that's another thing too. No. the the popular cosplay scene. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna say that as well. Cosplayers become influencers. I mean, there's even so many content creators just in general. I mean, we had Turtle Quirk on last week, who himself now has. I think, I don't want to, I don't want to say. I'm pretty sure he has over five hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube based on his channel, and he just does recaps, and that's it's, it's so many for other. And, and they're just content creators that where there are cosplayers where they make tiktoks where they make youtube where they make so many different other things and the it, it, it has expanded the normalcy of nerddom in a way and now you even see like celebrities like you know openly talking about you know being nerds of this or following this series or stuff like that and it's just very cool to hear very cool to see so i always say like if there's some sort of convention in your city it doesn't have to be an anime one it could be a comic one it could be any kind of thing I would say check it out. Like it's a yeah, it's anime sure. NYC. They're gonna have, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna you're gonna love this one. They have the whole Gundam exhibition this year. I know. Um, I'm so excited for it. Like Gundam I saw, Expo they, USA. So they they are already putting on the website like models that will already be there. So I'm um, I'm already my pockets are already hurting, but <laughs> um. We, yeah we will be there I, I can't wait they have some really great like limited stuff so um to to my friends who are also uh don't play people and people who are do builds holla at me i, I will <laughs> be i'll be i'll be the mule for all of us okay um, all right but no yeah uh i mean twin cities uh con is next weekend and i'll be there on the saturday come on now uh, Three really weekends excited. in a row. Three weekends in a row. I'll be at Twin Cities Con on Saturday. I'm actually bringing Kaya. We already got her cosplay fit. Um, so really excited with that. Like she's super excited too. I love it. I love it. I love to hear it. So definitely, I mean, it's con season. I'm sure it's about to end. Holidays are coming up. So make sure you guys get in as much as you can and be able to enjoy as much as you can. And also stay masked up because, to be honest with you, the flu and all types of shit is back. COVID is probably lurking itself around the corner somewhere. So if you're going to be around a jillion amount of people, I mean, they already have their thing of, like, you got to be masked to be in there, even though they don't, like, I don't think anyone's going to put you in a headlock takeover if you don't wear it. But... Um, okay, last thing on this topic. Last thing, last thing before we before we move on. You know okay. what really helped anime? What? Fine, fine women started cosplaying. Once people started saying baddies be watching anime, like... It, well, yeah. It, it changed the whole thing. It changed the whole game. Once they were just so, like, dang, it, it changes it. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, when people see fine women like something, it makes it 10 times more popular. No, obviously. That's the, that's the, that's been the premise of, like, rap for the past 20 years. It's like, you know... <laughs> 
you know what's going to be fire if i have fine women in my music video who also enjoy my music because then it was like oh, okay these guys will want to get these women and to get these women they'll want to enjoy my music um they want to listen to my music and that's always been like the play for like rap and stuff like that it's, it's really the play for anything but we can get more specific nerd. like fine black women started doing this once fine black women is automatically cool everybody wants to do it listen i think just in general we move the culture in any direction and we in general i think just um black people in general make things cooler um oh, definitely so it ain't cool until we tap in pretty much so if we not tapped in i mean i still haven't seen um i'm sure when we get our like olympic bowler or olympic like you know <laughs> thing hey no nah, do do the who do you think you are? I am. That, he's the face of Bola forever for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, once we get those, I mean, it's a wrap. It really is. It's going to be a wrap. Um, sure. All right. So, boom. This week, what we wanted to talk about, and I, I will say this, it is a main character discussion this week. We've talked for amount of time already but we definitely you wanted you wanted to tap in about main characters because there's a lot of conversations around main characters what did you see out there that inspired you to want to talk about this on this episode my friend um really it's just i mean for me right now i think there's just a lot of great things running um chainsaw man one piece spy family uh my hero academia mob uh blue lock all these, I mean, this year in general, too, it's just been a lot of great things. And I think that with Shonen, there was once a moment where people weren't really, um, I'm not going to say they weren't feeling Shonen, but like there was something about the main character in the Shonen. It was like, it felt very one note. You know, some weird hair kid that, you know, some weird hair kid that like wants to save the world or has this like big goal and it's like this happy go lucky kid that um and obviously that's still something that that you that you see. But I think that right now with all the stuff that's running, I think that it's like a really great variety of main characters. Um and I love seeing just like you know, obviously I feel Chainsaw Man and Dingy, that's such a big one that we've talked about a couple of times, but you know, he's so different from Deku, who's so different from Mob, who's different than Anya, who I feel is the main character of Spy Family, who's different. You know, and I, I know in all these things I fall into, I feel the shonen category, it's really cool to kind of see these variety of main characters. Um, and also for them to feel so, um, like they feel so specific now to their to their show. Right. Like I feel for a really long, like for a time, like, you could low key interchange like main characters. Well, talk about um, it. Which ones? Which ones do you say are like? I mean, most I'll say for I the mean, era. See, for the era. I mean, I see like right now. I mean, feel like well, which one? Go ahead. I I I would say which ones from the previous. So the evolution from then to now, like which ones in the past. Do you feel like, oh, they're very interchangeable in the way that they acted and the way that they carried themselves to like the evolution now where they seem, like you said, very specific for their series? I want to be real. Like, you talk about like the big three, like 
the story could kind of work with either of them. Mm. Like, I I feel just like the 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 mindset of just like these characters. It just they and just how they feel on on screen. Like it can they can fit. Like they fit each other. They can. They obviously they have their differences in terms of just like their own personal attitudes and whatnot. But I just feel like you can you can do one piece with like Naruto. Like I personally feel you could. Like he, he you, you more than likely could. I feel like yeah, I was saying like you can do Naruto with Luffy. You can do like Bleach with you no know, Luffy and put each like you can like Loki interchange these things pretty well. Like once again, they they have their own attitudes and stuff. But like I, I think now it's just a it's like I feel now like you can't do Chainsaw Man with Deku. Like you just I can't. Feel- but you can't like, do mom cycle. You can't do mom cycle with Denji. Right. I feel like that stems from I feel like a lot of it stems from probably the manga of the late 80s, early 90s. And um, especially when you talk about the big three. I think big three, in terms of while the character development, I believe, wasn't uh, as up to par as we get now, because I think there's a lot of I think characters and, and deep characters are thriving now because of to be honest, more so the the the, the secondary characters in those animes, yeah. the Vegetas, the Sasuke's, the all these other stuff like that. Whereas, yeah, and I think the main characters because I th- I, I want to say like those late nineties or eight late early late eighties early nineties type of vibe. I think what they wanted to do rather than kind of like develop the character was kind of like develop the set piece and action a little bit more. So I think yeah. we got to step up in action like tremendously when it comes to stuff like the Dragon Ball Z, the Yu Yu Hakusho's, the Hunter Hunters um, and everything like that. Whereas I think even the characters themselves weren't fully fleshed out as they were. And now I think you can even see it with Dragon Ball Super now, right? Like you, you look at the difference between Goku back then, and Goku is like the main. Goku's the cookie cutter main protagonist. Oh yeah, he is. He is. He is win. the shonen god. Like he is. If there is somebody that you're modeling yourself or your character right. after, your main, it's it's him. But you look at 2022 and 20, actually 2020 through 2022, if you read the Dragon Ball Super manga, which I know most people aren't, there's a lot of development that he goes through. And actually, he's getting his ass kicked way more than he's ever had before, to be honest with you. Granted, he still wins um, for the most part. But he's getting his ass kicked way more than before because I think that they realize like you need a level of development and the the my main issue with main characters, which is why people usually love Vegeta more, which is why people love Sasuke more, is because they go through those ups and downs where the development is real. You get kicked down, and you have the ability to get kicked down. Whereas a main character, you can't really, you you um, you can't really build a story too much about the lame character really getting whooped too many times, or at least that was the option kind of like in the past. Um, and I still even think now that's kind of the thing, but I feel like there's a lot more development within the character of like um, either they have a past or there's yeah. something better that they're fighting for or something along those lines, or they're developing their skill set to a certain level. And it's really, really hard to get to wherever the hell they want to at. I'm looking at Kaiju number eight, where it's um, that main character um, is so different 
And if you have not read Kaiju number eight, it's literally a story about a team fighting Kaijus. And it's this main character, and the main character is different than most main characters in Shonen Jump because it's like 30 years older. Yeah, I was going to say he's 20, what, 8, 29. Yeah, yeah. He's practically in his 30s, and he's trying to be out here um, and trying to accomplish his dream that he's always had as a kid, and he's finding it very, very hard. And that's somewhat relatable. Um, even as an older person, and it also makes you look at something in a, in, you know, look at life in a different light, which is what I appreciate from stuff. Um, yeah. But then, to be honest with you, I don't know, like a lot of trends with main characters as of late, I still feel like there's a thread of the same thing. Yeah, um, I mean, definitely. I think, I mean, I, I feel that there's just certain core elements to just being a main character to the shonen that you will always have. I think being OP is always one of them, <laughs> or finding a new way to be the, to, the power scale level up um, is definitely one of them. But there's definitely elements still. I think also, too, what plays a big role is I think how characters are being written and. Um, now, how they're being presented now is obviously because of online and, you know, social media, people are able to now kind of have a, you know, characters are able to have a cult following. Like you're able to find people who really latch on to characters. And, it, you know, that's that's a really a big thing of finding a character that you want to latch on to. And I think when you're writing a series, I mean, you really, you always kind of want your main character to be the one that people latch on to. So I, I feel that there's just this emphasis of, how can we make this character popular and, and different and, and, you know, um, and I feel that that just plays, I personally feel that that plays a role when you see all these people now who, you know, are walking around with, you know, Anya, you know, profile pics, you know what I'm saying? Or like Denji right. for one. I think right now is like another character right now. Like he, he's going to be probably the main example, right? Because he just, he's come I on think the it, scene change and not, take it I over. Th- I think you hit on a good point. And I think it's also important not only just to have a main character, because the main character used to be the driving force of this thing. It used to be Luffy, used to be Goku, used to be Naruto. Um, but I think Yusuke, I, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. going on. But I think I really think Naruto, in a sense, kind of like I don't say they changed the game a little bit, but they made it important for it to be not only just the main characters thriving and moving in a series. Whereas you have these other characters where, like you said, that people can latch onto. You look at My Hero Academia. While you may not like Deku, you may prefer Todoroki or you may prefer Bakugo over him. Um, whether now they've done a lot in Dragon Ball Super where they've incorporated Vegeta a lot into the fold where he is really the 1B. Goku's still very much so 1A and the series is kind of like centered around his adventures, but he's definitely the 1B around this. And then you have JJK with Nobaro and Megumi and Yuji. Um, yeah, definitely. I say, listen, the three the the three man setup, how they did it is you see it a lot. Um, yeah, you you definitely see the three man setup how Naruto does it. And I, I completely agree. Is that I think Naruto was able to expand their world and their setting mm-hmm. so much, and give you so many different characters and so many different character stories mm-hmm. that all are intertwining and connecting. I mean, I, I mean, I say it all the time, just like. Like they, I like uh, Naruto didn't deserve Itachi. Like that series did not deserve a character that fucking cool. But um, but no, I I completely agree that they really you no know, brought in this this wave of 
how can I mean in, in one piece is another one I feel is just like how can we expand this world and expand this story far enough to where even these side characters have these like these side characters still have this like main character feel to them. They're mm-hmm. not the main character, but they 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 have this feeling of for some odd reason I feel all eyes need to be on this person right now. You get enough story, you get enough like backstory, you get enough coolness. Like it to me, we talked about this um when we did our One Piece episode at the end of Summer at Kame House and kind of like unfurling Nami's story. And you immediately like get her and kind of like what she's been through and what she's and 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 you know, eventually it comes for um Zoro and everybody else who's part of the the, the the pirate clan oh shout out to also check out the one piece film red review, review yeah. did check you that see out. it did you no i did it? not see it no i did not see it i've i've yet to be confirmed <laughs> yeah i haven't seen it yet um usually i go see you, movies with people i feel that i, I feel that you'll really enjoy it. even not as a one piece fan or like not even say and i say you're not a one piece fan but as someone who hasn't like really seen all i couldn't say i'm I a one piece fan i i you I, wouldn't I say I have not watched enough episodes yet. <laughs> no, I feel no. I listen. You watch a hundred of anything. You're you're a fan. Like, sure. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, you're right. I, I feel that's listen. I give you a hundred episodes, bro. Yeah, we're, we're tapped in. Uh, like we go together real bad. If I <laughs> watch a hundred episodes, um, but I no, I think you would really enjoy it. I think you would really enjoy that movie. I, I you know what. I'll definitely go check it out. I'll definitely go check it out. I mean, at this point, I have the time. So, um, actually, yeah, you don't got have the time. I actually, I might not have the time. Um, <laughs> I think about it, but no, I mean the the main character thing has such evolved. To, all right, so I want to ask you this: what what are like terrible traits about a main character that you hate? And you can name names and stuff like that, but like, what is a terrible trait about these main characters? Things that you hate. I hate but I hate a over uh, I hate a overly positive main character. And I and, and I feel that I mean obviously you're the you know you're, you're the you know protagonist like you that's a part of their reason here is that they're supposed to bring something I hate when they're just like just so happy and so like everything's gonna be great and every like I, I just there's something about seeing a character go through the struggle and like them like you could just tell like they kind of been through it like like naruto kind of got on my nerves for a while to be honest with you but yeah he did like naruto is not of like i mean asta i hated i mean i still hate asta like the fact that he's just like he's so loud and screaming and he, like i hate a main character that okay so i like airheadedness I like characters that are just like, you know, who could, who just are just airheads. They're a little dumb. They're a little Mm -hmm. foolish. Luffy's one of them. He's, he's an airheaded ass character, but like his airheadedness and his like foolishness doesn't take over like a scene or set. Like also like he's just, it's like that, that aspect of him just takes over so bad. It like over seeps out. You're just like, mm-hmm. that's disgusting. Like uh, that's just, that's just, just not cool. Like, I don't know for me. Let me, let me ask you this question then. So what do you think about, so we had a little bit of talk. I actually wanted to get more into it last week, but he had to go very soon with um Turtle Quirk. 
he talked yeah. about Demon Slayer and how mid it yeah. was, the story of it was. What do you think about Tanjiro as a main character? Because to me, he is someone who doesn't really stand out as a character on his own, but I think is part of not only just a, I, I think it's a great story. I don't know what mid he talking about, but I think it's a hey, great listen, story. Right, right there with you. I, I, I Listen, I'll bypass the mid part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great story, but he's not someone who particularly like stands out on his own as just other than like, I'm doing this for my, he's pretty much like John Wick with a sword. Like, I'm yeah, doing... he is. Nah, it's a, what, what are your thoughts on like Tanjiro? Um, I think he, he, I think he's a good main character. I think he fits with his story. Like once again, he, is he positive? Yes. He has a very positive and like a, but like, He's like a sweet positive. Like he's a really sweet kid, and he's like he he was dealt a very bad hand, <laughs> like a horrible hand. Mm-hmm. But the fact you know, and and you could kind of see him go through the emotions of a kid who saw you know, no saw his family slaughtered and has his sister turned into a demon, and um, but he's really sweet, and like he, I think in the world that he is in and with the people that he is around, it's a, it's a glue thing that he does Mm -hmm. because I mean, compare him to, I mean, compare him to just the people in his group alone or, you know, the pillars that he's around and work with, like his, his sense of like calmness and his sense of like duty and his sense of just trying to be as pure as possible. Like that, that fits and also, you know, you once again, you saw him go through the struggle. You saw him go through the grind. You saw like that whole right. that, like rewatching um, Demon Slayer. Like he was in those mountains training what for two years. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah for sure. Yeah, like you know, it, it, you saw him like come out of that. You've seen him grow. They even they gave him the they gave him the good old fashioned. He had long hair to start with, and he cut it. Like you gave him give him one of those moments. So I think he's, yeah, he's probably in a class of his own. Well, I don't know about class of his own. Where it's really the moments that define the character as opposed to kind of just like the base of the character and its personality itself. Because Tanjiro doesn't have a personality that like jumps off the boards. But when you see his battles against upper moons, lower moons, uh, you know, standing alongside Hashira and pillars or whatever however you want to call them and stuff like that. Like you really like, oh, okay, this guy has been through the, the thick of it. You know, and that kind of defines him as a character. I'm tr- I'm trying to find what other characters. What, what what's some characters that I um a character mean? that I do like is Anakoji from Classroom of the Elite. Okay. Um, I th- like his character is so like emotionless and so stoic and so like you know obviously a, you know a big thing of Classroom of the Elite is that everybody is like you know conniving and moving and scheming. Um, and but is it something like, where he like lacks personality because that's how i felt with um what's that thing that fucking uh that ad love last year that came out on anime and i guess no one really watched it that much um ad likes th- a lot of weird things he's still, <laughs> i don't want to say he's it's still weird argue- no he's still the thing with the diamond taco- diamond that they used to stab each other with, and you had to shoot like one, and there was a red arrow, and the thing with the angels. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
uh, oh my uh, god, Platinum I, Inn. Platinum, Platinum Inn. Inn. Yes, Platinum Inn. So I thought the main character in that series was the lamest character of all of them. <laughs> like all, and it, it wasn't a great character cast to begin with. I think mm-hmm. that one is more so like the villains more take the main stage over anything else. So I don't think it was that much. Di- did it actually end? Huh. I guess it did end. Um, look at that. Um, but no, nah, I thought he was very like, I think they try to play a little bit of a stoic thing and try to say like his experiences, but we're also in 2020. Like at some point, everybody the the main, the, 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 the bare minimum for a main character is that someone in their family has passed and they're trying to move on in their lives with them. And I feel like just the story itself, um, wasn't good enough. And then the main character thing just no i do agree i think i think there's a i think there's a way to do the like stoic mysterious character but still either a make them look really fucking cool or um or be like even though they're emotionless like give them something that is Okay, so like I think they usually need. I think they usually in those situations you need some someone to play off of. Yeah, you know, or give them somebody to play off of of just like who kind of who fills that like emotional role. Right, and no, go ahead. No, I was just saying though, but like that's why I liked Anakoji from Classroom of the Elite, which also is just an amazing show, regardless. But as stoic as he is the characters around him are very emotional or i kind of feel those emotional gaps around him but even at the end of this season you start to see him question a lot of things uh i mean obviously you see throughout why he is the way he is when you start learning his backstory but you start to see him though question even his own like like why am i like this like why you know are people just no he he is very much been trained to use people as pawns and you know and very much trained to see kind of like humans as like this you know no disposable or expendable thing where you can kind of just use use them however but like you can see him start questioning that ideology of do i need to you know do i need to be like this or do i need to act like this and and i think once you start giving them moments where they start even second guessing or questioning their own kind of like um motives that that helps them as a character because you're like okay then you obviously see there's room for growth like when you have a character that's so stoic where you're just like they feel very stuck in their ways and very like there's going to be stubborn like this throughout that's one thing but it's like when you're able to give them a, a a space or a place to be like okay um although i am like this like like but is there a a different way or but is there you know is there a different way of thinking that i can adopt so chainsaw man chainsaw man chainsaw man we're about four episodes in i think yes we're about four episodes in have you watched all the four episodes I have watched all four. Okay, I didn't know if you were a weekly watcher or a binger. Yeah, I am a so I very much am a binger. I am doing better in terms of weekly watching for this show because I want to. You know, I have to be. I have to be up to date on things and know what's going on. I I try not to miss. See, my thing is it's a slippery slope for me. That Mm. if I miss one, if I miss one, I'm done. If I miss Mm. one episode, it's like it's a slippery slope. I'm, I'm, I'm. 
next thing you know, I look up and the whole season's been completed. Nah, that's uh that's not the same for me. Usually I miss one. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch two next week. So <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> like with Mob Psycho, to be honest with you. Like Mob Psycho, I'm not caught up, but I was like, oh, okay, I have like two episodes that I, I think Mob's like I think Mob's a great character. I think Mob's an amazing like main character. What and I think it's because there's an earnestness about him that is very dope and you and you and you want to love him like there it, but also there's a he has a lot of different things going on i don't know what 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 is it about i want to say mob isn't like boring because i think the boring shonen thing is like oh we're gonna fight and we're gonna fight some more and then we're gonna fight some more after that and i think that's the boring shonen thing um, no because he's not a boring i don't think he's boring a boring character at all and that's my thing is that there, once again there is a way to do something with a character who does not who doesn't lack much emotional like ex, who who lacks emotional expression or very expressionless or very like there's a way though to make them um like you can play off that and also like He's not emotionless. He's like his facial expressions are, but like you really watch his stories and when he talks and has those inner monologues, like on, on season two when um season two when in the beginning, like that first little arc where they he fights the he takes the possessed girl and he possesses the girl and fights the spirit that's inside of her. Mm-hmm. And he takes away Mob's powers and like has Mob go through like life if he wasn't a psychic. Mm. Like you got you see that like Mob is able is like is very in tuned with his own like suffering you know or like you know is very in tuned with you know how he wants to show up in this world uh and granted it may not show up expression wise on his face but he's still like they're still able to make that come through in other ways absolutely and i think i think a lot of the stuff and you bring it up mob is a great definitely a great main character in these series i think when you bring up like denji as well we haven't seen much of denji i mean unless you read you've seen plenty of denji yeah um but he's also someone who i do think there's a little bit of earnestness but i'm i'm looking forward to his journey because it feels like it's so different than anybody else and it feels like there's a level of there's a level of you want to see the best for this person like he's started at rock bottom and now he's trying to pick himself up and you want what's the best but then there's also like a sympathy there's a level of sympathy as well that you have for him or empathy maybe it's empathy um or maybe it's a little bit of both um especially when you know kind of like all the shit that's lurking around him um but i think I think Denji is, at this point, I don't know if I would call him a great main character. Um, nah, I, I, you got to give him some time to breathe first. I, yeah. I, I don't. He's a good main character right now. I think you, you got to. I mean, for the anime, you got to, and obviously read the manga. He's a he's a main character that fits the story. He's um he's also benefits from the fact that. Fujimoto is just an amazing writer. <laughs> have, have you ever has the main character for you? This is probably be our last question, then we'll dip off. Has the main character for you in a series ever been the best character in a series? Yeah, uh, I think uh I mean Yu Yu Hakusho for sure. Uh Cowboy Bebop. Um mm. uh 
Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these are all things I've been saying. I've been watching. Um, so ninety shit. <laughs> not, a lot of ninety shit. Um, but I, I mean, I'll also say though, I very much am a I'm a side character junkie. Um, you know, I would say Aaron Yeager is the best character. Aaron, oh yeah, Aaron for sure is the best character in Attack on Titan. Um, Anya is the best character in Spy Family. Um, trying to think. Uh, I I don't know if I'll say he's the best character, but I I really do love Tanjiro as a as a character. Um. Boji from Ranking of Kings. I think he's a really good main character too. Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. sweet. No, you're right. Like it's it's cool. It's cool. Like I I, I there's two a couple characters like tropes that I like. I love the airhead. I love like the sweet human being. Like you know, I love when a, like a, a a character is just like really sweet. Like that's such a a good fun thing to watch. Um. Oh, Aoashi Ayo. He's a really great main character in that series too. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Oh, well, I didn't even ask you. Like, you didn't even did you even say what what trait that you hate in a main character? What's your I, favorite and least favorite trait? Um, my favorite trait is I really like earnestness. I really like just being kind of like I don't know, dedicated to something and then accomplishing it. I think that's pretty easy. The one I hate most is being too cool for school. Usually if it's like a main character, it is indeed, no, I just, you know, a broody like main character. Like it could be fine for a side character, but not a main character. Um, and also I hate main characters that are boring. Like to me, um, the main character in Tower of God is boring as fuck, and I'm still confused about people. Tower of God him. is a really bad. It's a really bad show. It's a. Bad I think manga. it's a terrible show. Not ter- all right, terrible. Maybe terrible. The connotation no, of the word. No, there. no. But I think no, it's very no, bad. Say it. Say it. it, it and you I are think absolutely right. People should be ashamed of themselves by getting caught up in the story, and I think they get caught up in the story because they probably relate to it more than often. Um, of trying to get this girl, and then this girl eventually like just tells you kick rocks, and then you're like, I'm rooting for this guy because fuck that bitch. But yeah, I hate Rachel. Yeah, 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 and stuff like that. So maybe that's the kind of main thing, but I don't buy it. Like, <laughs> I think Tower of God is trash. Um, and no, it's horrible. everything is Tower all God the characters so in that series are derivatives of other characters in other series. Um, so that's why I kind of like it. So a main boring, a main a, a boring main character is for sure something that I hate. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Listen, main character talk. Be the own main character in your lives, except don't be boring and you know. Yeah, don't be, don't be too, too cool. cool for school. Yeah, yeah. Man. and don't um, be out here screaming and being just. Oh yeah, definitely don't aloof. do that. Don't yeah, do that. Um, have weird hair though. All main characters have weird hair. That is very true. No, actually, I think that was eh, yeah. You got to have a certain hair color. It's got to be distinctive. Yeah. I think um, it, they all got weird hair, man. It's it's you know always in their face. It's always like just or a color. It's always a weird it's, or a color. Yeah. Is there is there a certain hair color you like? You're like I like. Nah. Hair. Well, nah. I like Senko um, from Doctor Stone. I like his hair. Other than that. <laughs> Um. No, I don't have a particular 
one Sakuragi's way or another. Sakuragi's my nigga, bro. Sakuragi's my guy with the red hair and slam dunk. Then he cuts it off and he got the red buzz. <laughs> he had the red buzz. He had the red all even, but he had the red pompadour before. He had the consistency. Kiss I love yeah, it. Yeah, man. It's great. Go, um, Goku, Goku got some weird hair, too. Goku but they all have weird hair. All the the staple of, weird hair. of late 90s, early 2000s anime is you got to have weird hair. Got to. Um, well, thank you guys for tuning in, of course. Another episode of The Lookout. Um, again, check out our coverage of AWA on our YouTube. Check out our coverage of pretty much everything on our YouTube. I mean, we talk to a lot of different people, so make sure you just subscribe to the YouTube in general. Um, go listen to our review. If you've seen One Piece Film Red, check out our review. It's on the feed. It's also on YouTube. So if you want to check that out as well, it's definitely there and everywhere you can kind of listen to podcasts and or watch stuff on YouTube. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, Catch us at Anime NYC. I mean, obviously, you got two more weeks, but man, listen, pull up on us. The Lookout Boys will be there, and we're very kind human beings, and we cool. You might get roasted. I don't know, but it's going to be hey. out of love. Um, hey, man, pull up on us, though. We can- hey, this is a very unpopular uh, anime opinion stuff because no one watches Pokemon the anime book me. but I hope Ash wins. <laughs> Because he is currently in the finals of the Pokemon World Championship. Can he double up? Can he double up? What do you mean? I mean, he got one already, right? But it, it, they're all world champions at this point, so he's in the he's in the he's in a tournament with all the world champions. So I'm just hoping he becomes a world champion. What, champion. What's the over under on his? Um, what's, what's, what's the what's the what's the uh, what's the betting sheet saying? He's. Probably it's probably still a safer bet to bet on Leon since he's the undefeated one, but um, and Ash has been defeated so many times, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'll put I'll put some money on Ash. I know what? Why not? Why not go for the big payday? Leon's hey, too safe. I feel Absolutely. I feel the I feel the odds are kind of a little crazy. Well, listen. Um, by next week we'll figure out who's one or who's not. But until then, of course, you can subscribe to the Lookout on the Lookout on RNC Radio. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter. And, yeah, you know, continue to binge more. You're in the great season of anime. Continue to watch more anime, read more manga, drink more water, and all the other cute shit that AD says. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. We should just clip in that part. (laughs) We should. (laughs)